Hi, I'm Pastor Roger Brown. God has gifted me the pleasure to pastor a dynamic, spirit-filled church called Life Changers Church International right here in Pittsburgh, Kansas. I believe God will use this sermon to impact your life and bring His greatness out of you. Man, I hope you get something out of this that will change your life. God bless you. Your time is very important, so I'm going to get right to the message. Have a wonderful day. Stand to your feet, and let's honor the man of God as he begins to come. Pastor Beats, would you come on? Y'all's crazy. I'm trying to be humble. It's just not in me. Amen. I am over ecstatic about being here tonight. I, I am. I'll tell you what. My, my all day long. I had, not all day long for over a month long. I have been so much looking forward to this. Something in my spirit tonight is just like, Larry. This is bigger than you. How many know that it's bigger than Larry? Mm. How many know it's bigger than you? Praise God. I'm talking about this is so big tonight that I, I don't know where this is going to go. I don't know who it's going to reach, but I'm going to tell you right now. The gospel of Jesus Christ is to be heard around the world. And when it's heard around the world, the end of time that Jesus said is here. And right now we are streaming the world with the word of God. I'm telling you all, guys, this is not a time to give up or time to quit or time to resign. Help me, pastors. Amen. This is that time where we look up because our redemption is drawn nigh. And Jesus is coming real soon. Praise God. And it's time to get fired up. And I feel like Waymakers are fired up at Life Changers. And we're about to hear something from God that I believe is going to pull us close to the Lord. Roger said something a minute ago that just kind of, I didn't know what was going on. He said, if you, if you wrote a check, he said, right on the bottom of it, what your need was. And he said, if you need a girlfriend, write girlfriend. And Becky pulled out the checkbook. I looked over there, and she wrote boyfriend. <laughs> so we need that check back. Amen. <laughs> Amen. Because she ain't going to get one. Amen. Praise God. She didn't come to Kansas to get a boyfriend. Praise God. I'm just trying to get my courage up to preach. I'm just, I, I just kind of slinging something out there. But Amen. Y'all ready to kick it off in high gear? Amen. The book of St. Luke, chapter 5. St. Luke, chapter 5. Man, help my courage tonight. Praise you, Jesus. Praise you, Jesus. Luke chapter 5, one verse, verse 17, and one verse, verse 16. I'm going to read two, but I'm going to skip down through a bunch of them. Verse number 17, St. Luke. Y'all ready to kick it off good? Amen. Let's look at verse 17. Here's what the Bible said. And it came to pass on a certain day as he was teaching that there were Pharisees. Somebody say, uh-oh. Here they come, every time, here they come. The Pharisees and doctors of the law were sitting by, which were come out of every town of Galilee and Judea and Jerusalem, and say this with me, and the power of the Lord, and the power of the Lord, of the Lord, of the Lord was what? Woo, was present to heal them. 
Pastor David, would you whisper a prayer right quick, my brother? Thank you, sir. Praise God. Let's give the Lord a hand praise, everybody in the house. Praise God. I want to preach to us tonight a little bit of what God had shared with me over a month ago. I was reading the Word of God, and I'll actually go into verse number 27 in just a moment. But as I was reading the Word, uh, you know, I, I, I try to get my courage up, and I try, to look, I try to figure God out. Has anybody ever tried to figure God out? Amen. About the time you get to where you got him, he, let, he drops you off the edge of the cliff and say, now you got to trust me. Amen. So I want to preach a little bit tonight about what was going on in this passage of Scripture because it's very, I, I believe it's very timely that we could start this new year off with this word that came from the Lord. And uh, I, I, when I thought about this, I thought about how that we are in a time where that I truly believe that the church needs to set the tone. Can I get an amen? We need to. Well, matter of fact, somebody asked me a while back about the, the Waymaker uh, revival. And I said, I think I'm going to kick it off the first night. And I said, I'm going to set the bar high. Amen. Not talking about myself, but set the bar high for this revival. Because I truly do believe that inside of every one of us as believers, that we have the ability to set the tone. And we have the ability to set, to set the, the, the bar where the, God wants it to create an atmosphere for miracle signs and wonders. Praise God. I don't know what kind of a church some of you were raised in. I've been a, I've been what they call an old-fashioned Pentecostal. Uh, they actually call them a Pentecostal, but we moved up to dollar-costal since then. Amen. But I've been bo I was born into Pentecostalism. I was raised in Pentecostalism, and I don't know anything greater than just experiencing a move of God. I'm telling you, I don't, I don't understand how these other churches and other groups get to a place to where that it becomes a formality and it becomes a, 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 a map that you can read before they ever get into church to know what's going to happen and who's going to do this and how that's going to happen. I just know. Uh, I just learned how to operate under the spirit a few years ago, and I, t I challenge each and every one of you out there today to get to a point to where that we as Christians in this 21st century, that we understand that we as a church have the ability to create an atmosphere where that the power of God can be present in the church one more time. Amen. I truly do believe it with all of my heart that God has not lost his strength. He hasn't lost his ability. He hasn't lost what it takes to move us from amen, dragging our feet like we've been uh, 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 going through the molly groves for 20 years into a place of revival. I believe that God can snap a finger and revival will come, but I do believe that it is upon my shoulders and upon your shoulders of the atmosphere that we create, amen, to show God that we are ready for a way making, amen, revival 
devil that's going to raise the dead, open the blinded eyes, and it'll bring the backslider off the street in Pittsburgh, Kansas, and bring them to the altar to give their life to God. I got news for you tonight. My God has not lost his ability. He has not lost his power. He's the same yesterday, today, and forever. And I'm here to tell you there is somebody greater than I who has entered this building. Somebody shout his name is Jesus. He's in the house and he is available. Let's give him a hand praise in the house right now. Amen. We have the ability as Christians to create. We're going to talk to you tonight. We got the ability to believe. Now, we're going to go into this story right quickly. Now, Jesus, in this chapter, verse number chapter 5, he has already got to a point to where that he has preached from the ship of Peter. He has already went out and they had a miraculous drought of fishes and great things were happening. Then he come and he cleansed the leper. How many just love reading about Jesus when everything just keeps on getting gooder and gooder and better and better? Praise God. Every time you read the word of God, don't stop at verse number 1. Just keep going and you'll find out that he is an amazing God. Can I get an amen out there? Now, here's what happened. We come to this passage in verse number 17, that Jesus has now left the ship. He's created these miracles. He is now about to instill into the people of God, amen, what God is looking for from the present-day church. Can I just get a little churchy now? Amen. So the Bible said in verse number 17 that Jesus, he came to a place to where he is about to teach. And every time you get to a point to where that God is really trying to do something, guess who shows up? The religious crowd of the day. Praise God. Every time pastors, and I know y'all know what I'm saying, that when you get things rolling and you get things going, here comes an old Pharisee, here comes an old Sadducee, amen, they come in, they creep in with the doctors of the law, and they're trying, Brother Cuffy, to pull you back to law when God's brought you under grace. They're trying to pull you back into bondage where Jesus has brought you into liberty, and every time you try, amen, to move forward, something he's pulling you back. Well, listen to me, God never said that was going to stop, but I truly believe that it's men and women of God in this Waymaker Conference. We're about to tell the devil enough is enough. Amen. Because here's why. He who the Son set free is free indeed. Praise God. We are not second best. We are God's best and revival has broke loose. Give him a hand. Praise everybody. My God, my God. I'm not God's second choice. Some of y'all think God, God picked over that one and God, I'm God's first choice. Amen. He did. He said, matter of fact, you didn't pick me. I picked you. Amen. We got to hear and we got to have confidence in who you are in Christ. Because the Pharisee's going to tell you, you can't do it. And the doctor's going to say it's against the law. And the church is going to go, that don't make no sense. I don't know what to do. But the born again. Those that don't care about what the Pharisees said. Those that don't care about those that are bound, bound by law and bound by rules and regulations and bondages. We don't care what they say. We've got to move a God coming and I'm getting in the middle of it. How about some of you out there tonight? So if you don't want to praise him, don't hinder me. Now I'm getting a little bit Larry Joe right now. Amen. Somebody say, come on, Larry Joe, Pastor, watch it. You call me Joe when it's on, amen. Thank you. I, I, 
<laughs> Amen. Let's move on quickly before I get in my flesh. Amen. Uh, these pastors, y'all need to pay, pray for these pastors. And if y'all don't quit doing what you're doing, I'm going to show your wife what y'all was texting to me. To... It got quiet. Oh, it got quiet. <laughs> Amen. Here's what Jesus said. Now listen, listen to this. The Bible said that once they, he recognized there was religious people there, Jesus looked beyond the religion to try to get to the people that had a heart for God. See, religion don't have a heart for God. Religion has a heart for themselves. Amen. Religious things that are going on in the world today. Amen. In this craziness that we're in right now, it don't have anything to do with God at all. Because God did not create religion. Man did. Help me somebody out there. Amen. Man set religion. Man set denomination. Man set this church and that church and this one in order. And all the time God was saying, I don't want no denominational church. Amen. Jesus is not a denomination. Jesus is our Savior. He is our God. He is our God. He is our comfort. He is everything we need. And the church needs to get out of religion and get back to salvation through the blood of the Lamb. Come on, act like you're Pentecostal. Give him praise in the house tonight. Amen. My God, we have been religious too long. So Jesus says, now I've got them in this room and I'm going to do some stuff. Jesus came here through these pre preachers this week to do some stuff. He came here this week to, if you came in here sick, the will lay hands on you and you don't have to be. He came in here tonight to establish faith back in the church. And I'm going somewhere with this. Amen. I, I want y'all to just follow me. So Jesus came and what he was doing, he was in a room. And we know the story very well of how that this man uh, was coming to the house where Jesus was. And there was no room in the place for him. And the Bible said they came to the door and he couldn't get through the door. See, sometimes when there ain't no way, you just got to ask God to anoint you to make a way. Come on. Amen. And that's why this is called a way maker. I know God's our ultimate way maker, but guess what, guys? He uses men and women and boys and girls just like all of you. Amen. To be those who are way makers and give God the praise. He uses us for his glory. So he comes and they see they can't get in. And so the Bible said these words before that we get into that. That the Bible said that the power of the Lord was present to heal them. The only reason when we come to church that the power of God is not there to heal is because man don't really want him to heal. We want our sickness. We like our sickness. Mama had it. Grandpa had it. Aunt Susie had it. Come on, somebody. Amen. Uncle Cleo had it. Amen. Everybody else had it, and I got it. And we seem like we carry these things around in our lives. But what we don't understand, it is not the will of God for us to be sick. It is the will of God for us to prosper and be in health as our soul prospers. And we are in a time where we need to understand that when God is allowed to be God, oh, my God, when God is allowed to be God, we will understand that the presence of the Lord is there to heal you, set you free, save your soul, baptize you with the Holy Ghost and fire. Waymakers, act like you're saved and give him praise in here. He will provide. He will provide. So I'm setting you up for a miracle in here right now. It's coming to this building. 
How do you know that preacher? Because as soon as I looked at Mad Dog back there, I called him Mad Dog, Moon Dog, a couple of dogs that I'm scared to say in public. And he gave us a two-minute warning. I started feeling the anointing of God. Amen. I started feeling like Brother Cuffy that we are in a place right now where the Lord is present. Come on. Do y'all hear what I'm saying? The Lord is present. You know what present means? Uh, here's what it used to do when I was in school. Way back, way, way, way. I'm stuttering right now. but it, Way, way back. I don't know why they've done it, but they'd, they'd say, we're going to do roll call. They go down the list, and you couldn't say here, or you had to go to the hallway. Jill, present. Larry, here. <laughs> no, no. You have to say present for everybody will know. And so we would go down the roll call, and everybody that wasn't present got a little check. You was, got an A. You were absent. That's the only A's I ever got to school, only absent. Let me go on. This is not in my notebook. Amen. <laughs> so here we go. Present. Everybody was present. Everybody's present. Amen. What did that tell us? As they looked through the attendance, they could see that who was present on this day. What did the teacher teach? Are we up to par? Is everything going right? And then Jesus puts this scripture in the word of God. Amen. Can I preach a little bit about Jesus? Amen. Amen. Here's what he said. The Bible said the Pharisees was there. Amen. The doctors was there. It's a place where it could have been intimidating for some people, but we're talking about God in the middle of the place. Amen. And he's sitting there and the Bible said as he began his sermon that he made it notable that the the presence of the Lord was there to heal them. Amen. It wasn't so much, y'all listen real quickly, it wasn't so much that, it, that the presence of God was there to heal the lame and to heal the blind and to heal those that needed that miracle, but he was there to heal the Pharisee. He was there to heal the doctor. He was there to heal those that was locked up in law, locked up in the past, locked up in Moses, locked up in yesterday. I'm telling y'all, Jesus come to unloose the lock on you and let you go free in the presence of God. He's present. Every time I've come to church, I say, Larry's here, down the list, down the list. God says, back up, go back to the top. Is God here? But, Lord, we got to have all. No, 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 no. Jesus didn't carry an orchestra. Help me, somebody. Amen. Jesus didn't have 5,462 people following him on Facebook. Amen. Jesus didn't have all of that. But what Jesus wanted us to understand is as long as we put him at the head of our life. Amen. Yes, we need people in church. And, yes, we need people to come to be healed. And, yes, we need people to be saved. But if we're coming without Jesus, we're going to come in lost. We're going to leave lost. We're going to come in bound. We're going to leave. Bound. But when he is present, he heals all. That's the word of God. So now they come and they can't get in the church. Mm, every pastor's dream. Every pastor's dream. Standing at the back. Lined up outside. Mm, and we just keep on believing. Because we don't walk by sight, we walk by faith. When God promises it, you hold on to it. 
Here's what Waymakers, y'all listen to me, Pastor Rogers done prophesied it. I truly believe that before the end of the week, they are going to be lined up around this building. I truly do believe, not because of this man right here, not because, amen, of these men of God that'll preach to you in this beautiful church and this beautiful singing and playing that we have here, but because the presence of God is going to be heard on the streets of this city, and somebody's going to say, I've got to get down to that life changers church. There's something going on. I've got to get in the middle of it. There's revival broke loose. I wish somebody shouting here, revival has come. So now they can't find a place to get in. So now's the creative part. Now's the part where you can't be dumb all your life. I'm talking about in the spirit. Some of y'all, I know y'all going to be dumb like me the rest of your life. But in your spirit, when you got to look beyond, help me, Jesus, what I'm seeing right here. We can't go through this way. They got that big old door locked right there. Somebody done knocked that in a while back, drove a car through it to try to get in this place. I don't know why. Amen. <laughs> we don't, we've done scoped out the building. How can we get in? And so now the creative part. We have got to get beyond that Pharisee, beyond that doctor, beyond that one, and we have got to get to the one in the middle. Amen? We have got to get to the one that everybody has come to see. Are y'all hearing me? I'm about to go somewhere with this. Amen? I'm just going to give you what God gave me, and then we're going to get crazy in here. All right? Amen? Here's what happened. Amen? The Bible said they started thinking, the only way in is go through the top. Get up on the top, tear off the roof, let them down in the midst. See, that's that creative mind. That's when God's people, when you've tried everything else, sometimes you just got to get crazy. Sometimes you got to get creative. Sometimes you just got to believe God. And sometimes you got to knock somebody out of the way and say, if you don't want this, get out of the way. Because I'm going to get to the man who can do anything at any time. And nothing's going to stop me from getting to my Savior. Think ahead. So they did. They tore the roof off. And the Bible said, now, I'm just now getting to my message. Is that all right? <laughs> it's Monday night. It's Monday night. So they did. And the man was healed because he was present. God was present to heal. Now go to verse 27. Somebody say, after these things. You mean there's more from, from what we just read and what was before that? There's more? Yes. Listen to this. After these things, he went forth and saw a publican. Preacher. Don't make me go there. Matter of fact, I'm not going to. Go back up to 26. Y'all didn't think I was going to do it, did you? Amen. Let's go to 26 and read this. And they were all amazed and glorified God. How many come to glorify God? Amen. We didn't come to glorify one another. We come to glorify God. And the Bible said this, and here's where I want to go. And they were all filled with fear, saying, we have seen strange things today. 
Amen. Knock, give your neighbor one of these and say, we're looking at some strange things tonight. Amen. We're going to see some strange things. Guys, listen to me. It is a sad, sad day when the church cannot remember the last time that God moved in the middle of the service. Whether we have to scratch our head and say, how long has it been since we've seen that in our churches? Hear me, everybody in this place. I am a believer that we are in a time where that God is going to say one more time, I'm about to show the church that I can still do some strange things in the middle of those who dare to believe the word of God. How many is ready for something strange to happen in the church? I'm talking about man can explain it. It's a relationship with God. They say, what in the world's going on at Life Changers? Let's think about this a minute. What's going on down there in Compassion Outreach Center? Here's what's going on in Compassion. Got a pretty decent pastor. He's white, but he's all right. He's pastoring, he's pastoring some black people. Say amen. He's pastoring some Hispanic folk. He's pastoring some white folk. And people are on the outside, and they're going, something strange about that. They're looking at Pastor Cuffy. Can I come over here to Betts Ministries? We're just a, Pastor Cuffy. And they're looking at Pastor Cuffy, and they're going, Caney, Oklahoma. That's a white man town. Just listen to me. God gave this to me. Take it up with God. And they said, well, you got a black pastor in a white neighborhood pastoring a lot of white folk. Don't make sense, does it? Why don't it make sense? Why don't it make sense, church? Why don't it make sense? Why? Because that's what the label said for years. You can't cross the line. You can't cross the borderline. you got to stay with this kind. You can't go over there. Amen. They love you, but you can't love them back. And what's happened is that brothers and sisters who love one another can't come to church together because of the division. So what's God do? He starts tearing down the walls of division. <laughs> then what's God do? He goes on the promised land. They got women that preaching at their church. <laughs> they got white, blacks, browns, and Hispanics in that church over there. Why are they doing some stuff against the law of man? The law of the so-called church. Why? It's strange to me. Ain't that strange to y'all? Have y'all ever just thought about why they crossed it? Why? Because God said it's time to quit being a fool. Now, what about Gospel Lighthouse? Right over there. Over there in the corner. Right over there and right there online. What about GLH? Here's what we got. A white pastor adopted by a Cherokee Indian. I don't know why I am anymore. I have no idea. I got Choctaws, Chickasaws, Cherokees, and just got my first brother. Hey, yes, sir. And what do they say? That's strange. 
Choctaws don't like Cherokees. Cherokees don't like Chickasaw. Chickasaws get all the good stuff. Amen. We don't get nothing. And there's that white preacher up there. He's been adopted by an Indian. He's got black folk coming now. Everything's crazy in GLH. I don't know why. Why? Because it's a strange thing to the world and a strange thing to some of the church, but it's not strange to my God. And then we got Louse Chaser Church International. I'm having myself a fit. I don't know if I'm going to ever get back to the serious mode, but I'm going to try here in a minute. Now we got L-C-C-I. What they got down there? <laughs> she said, be careful. You be careful. Amen. Don't want to start no war in here. Got this little short. <laughs> Cherokee Indian. Sent up here from Atoka County, Oklahoma. Are y'all hearing me now? Sent up here, Mr. He even calls himself Brown because he's an Indian. He's a Brown. He's a Brown fan. He's there. Pittsburgh's probably killing Cleveland right now anyway. Let me move on. Let me move on. So we come up to Life Changers, and you got, you got little Roger Brown. He's up from Oklahoma, and he's kicking, snotting, kicking, snorting. He's talking about life changing. He's talking about world evangelism. He's talking about you got to do this. You plant a seed and got to give it back. We got all these crazy people in here from all around the world, and everybody's going, what's up with that? Why? Because you send this little man up here to this nice church up here with all you beautiful life changers, and you put him right in the middle of it. Then what happens is uh, he puts him in a town called Pittsburgh. Amen. Pittsburgh's, uh, uh, what's that mascot y'all got around here? It's a gorilla. Amen. Oh, help me God. So now here's what happened. I pulled up in my motel today in Pittsburgh. I whipped up in there. That, that La, La, La Quinta. La Quinta. Is that a Spanish name? I, I, don't, I don't. I can't say it, brother. Sam, help me, brother. I don't know. La Quinta. And, and I drive up in the front, and here's this big old 500-pound gorilla. And he's got this little bitty rinky-dink red football suit on. <laughs> World is a 500-pound go gorilla with a red red football suit on that fit me. Amen. Why? Why all this? Why? Because that sounds crazy. Why? Because sometimes you don't even know the place you are in your life until God has to put you right where He wants you. And a lot of times it don't make sense how God does it. It don't make sense why God does it. But God puts you right where you need to be to be strange and peculiar. Just just like God called you to be. Give him praise in the house. Give him praise in the house. So we're all up here this week to show you some strange things happening. You know why? Because we don't care what everybody else says. We don't care what the world says. We're not a part of a church that don't love one another. We're not a part of a movement where God is not in the middle of it. We are in a body who believes in one another, believes in our Savior, and souls are coming out of hell because somebody said, here am I, God, use me. Why does God not move? Here's the reason. Because the church today 
And now don't fall into this. I know you're not, but it's going to warn you. Today's church has sought popularity instead of seeking power. We have sought to be the popular preacher. We have sought to be the one that has the most people. We have sought to be the one that everybody looks to. We want the spotlight on us. Come on, somebody. Amen. We've taken it off of God. But hear me right now. When the church gets back to looking for a powerful move of God, you'll forget about who you are. You'll forget about popularity. It is not a contest anymore, guys. If you pastor one or you pastor a thousand, we can still be on the same team. It's not about me. It's all about God. Come on, give him some praise. That's what it's about. So forget your popularity and let's just be powerful. Power to heal them all. Today's church has got to realize that in order to see strange things, we must seek the power and not the performance. <laughs> Watch me perform, everybody. Man, watch me. Becky, has your spouse ever... I'm not looking over there. You'll get me after church. But have you ever talked to your spouse and you want them to agree with you and they didn't? Today, we was discussing our children. They're all for hers, except... Never mind, they're all for hers. And then we started talking about which one takes after who. Come on, I'm going somewhere with this. And I'm sitting over here, and Becky's saying, well, this one takes after me. And I, yeah, yeah. And that one takes after you. I said, but you know what the difference in me and him is? I said, he likes the spotlight. And I said these words. I said, I'm not that way. Silence in the car. I look over here, and I look back. I said, no, I don't like the spotlight. She said, Larry, every time you get up in that pulpit and every time you start doing what God's called you, the spotlight's on you, and you know you enjoy it. And I'm like, am I not humble? Am I not humble in my calling? You know, but she was telling me some reality because the calling in my life does like the spotlight. I like to joke up, and I like to preach the word, but here's the, here's the thing. There are a lot of folks in the world and even in the church who if the spotlight's not on them, they're done. They are done. I never even thought about it before, but when you're preaching, listen, it does not need to be a performance. It needs to be about the power of God coming up and in you. Then the congregation is going to go, wow, look what God God's doing in their life. But hear me right now. There's some of people right now that might be saying, I wish that the spotlight would hit me one time. Listen, if you'll humble yourself and ask God to raise that ministry up, amen, so it won't be about you, God's going to show you it's not about you, it's about him, and God will use you in ways you never thought he could. So don't think sometimes because you're anointed that it's about your performance, it's because of the favor of God in your life. And in closing, here's where we have to go as a church. We got to get out of the program. Mm. What's the program? Brother David, back in the day, we'd always put out a bulletin board. Ain't nothing wrong with them. Sometimes you just need to break them. All right. We're going to start church at 945 sharp. 
If you snooze, you lose. We locking the doors. You ain't getting in. We're going to do this just like this. At, 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 at 1030, we're going to switch gears. We're going to do this. And it better be just like this. And this and this. And then the preacher's going to get there after the praise team does their 20 minutes of performance. Then what we're going to do, help me, Jesus, what we're going to do then is we're going to give the microphone to our performing pastor. And then the pastor's going to preach from this time exactly till you get to that point of five minutes before 12 o'clock. And at five minutes before 12 o'clock, amen, he better get it done because the Cowboys are kicking off because the Kansas City Chiefs are kicking off. Amen. Everybody's kicking off. The buffet's kicking off. And if you ain't done, we're walking out the door. And what we have done as pastors, I've done it myself. I've looked at that clock about 10 minutes to 12 and the Holy Ghost just started moving. And the first thing that happened was I had to go back to the program and I shut God off. But hear me Gospel Lighthouse and hear me Life Changers. Hear me Passion, hear me, Bet's ministry, hear me, Promised Land, and whoever else you are, throw your program away. Let the Holy Ghost move. Let strange things back in the church. Give him praise. Give him praise. Throw away the program. He's trying to right now. Let him move. But here's the deal. What's going on is this. Uh, before the bulletin board gets posted, Satan's already read it. The devil's going to hand word about them. Let's go over here. And the devil shows up at a God-fearing, God-anointed, God-powered. Mm, crazy things happen in church. If the devil's not your most faithful member, we are not where we need to be with God. I'm about to preach. That just came from the Holy Ghost. If the devil's not pastors our most faithful server or a member of our church, then we are not doing something right. Because the enemy don't show up to dead churches. He don't show up to those in religion. He don't show up to those in law. He shows up to some crazy, fanatical, born-again, blood-bought children of God who's saying enough's enough. Let's see what God God can do. Give him a radical praise. Give him a radical praise. My God. Because <laughs> we're a bunch of strange, crazy people. I kind of like it that way. You're strange, you're crazy, and you're fanatical. You don't have a lot of so-called friends. You got those that love Jesus. Connect us with people like Johnny Manners. Oh, bad news, Johnny, right there. Amen. Bad manners, Johnny. Amen. Bad manners. Give me some bad mannered Christians because too many right now is too proper. They got all the fancy that's going on. But listen to me. I heard some of y'all's testimony. Amen. In this church right here. I know that some of you have been in prison. I know that some of you have been through multiple divorces. I know some of you have been in the crack houses. Help me now. Give me somebody like that. Give me somebody that knows what hell's all about. Give me somebody that knows what it's like to lose it all, but to seek God to bring it all back to me. That's a crazy church I'm a part of. And don't make me give you some her testimonies right over there. Oh, my God, he'll make you blush. What my sister has done. There's that Pharisee in me. Come on now. There he comes. There's a little doctor of law in Larry right there. We got to quit seeking popularity. Musicians come. And we got to understand that we are in right now in Egypt an Egypt moment 
in the world. But the crazy thing is, the church will thrive in crazy. What? Take slaves out of Egypt, put them in the promise, on the road to the promised land. Folk get hungry. What did God do? He said, Moses, you tell them in the morning, I'm going to send some dew tonight. When they get up in the morning, there's going to be some manna on the ground. Be some little food. There's going to be some food out there. Tell them together all this. Y'all know the story. Here's what he said then. He said, all right. He said, I'll tell you what else I'm going to do. He said, I want you to tell them that in the evening time, See, I love how God just continues to bless me in the middle of a pandemic, don't you? He said, in the evening time, I'm going to send quail. <laughs> Here's what I learned about quail. I was thinking about this today. How many ever hunted and a cover your quail come up? You better not have a loose bowel. I'm telling you right now. Amen. <laughs> if you, that's that old country hit coming out of me right there. Amen. Because a cover your quail makes, you can take four or five birds. They'll scare you to death. Little bird, but they make a lot of noise. God said this. I'm going to give you bread in the morning, and I'm going to give you meat in the evening. The Bible said that evening they heard a sound. How many know that sometimes you hear it before you ever see it? Huh? I'm talking about, I don't know, pastor preached about 1.5 million. Some have preached about 3 million. I have no idea. I can tell you this. There was probably over a million people hungry, and they hear a sound. What is that? Can you imagine if seven or eight quail can scare you to death, how many, how much noise is a, enough to feed millions? So they hear, all on the backside of the desert, and everybody's coming out to watch. You know what I love about this? I think all the Egyptians was watching. What is that strange sound? What is that noise that I'm hearing? Look at the coming over the hill, all these quail by the millions and maybe billions, I don't know, flying up. Where did they even come from? Let me tell you, God can create a miracle for you. You don't have to explain God. God's God, and all he does is speak. And I can hear all the noise and all of the fluttering and all of the, the sound that these quail were making. And it was nothing but a blessing from God. And it sounded strange to the Egyptians. And it sounded strange even right then to the Hebrews. But let me tell you something. What it was, it was God saying, I'm going to do a strange thing in the middle of a pandemic. I'm going to do a strange thing in the middle of the church age. I got news for you. I hear quail coming. I hear them. You that have been worried, don't worry no more. There's a strange sound of rain in the desert. Quail in the desert and pastors fresh anointing flowing in this church age. Let me show you the strangest thing you're going to see in the next few months of this year. Pastors come. All of the ministry, all of the, all of the life net, whoever, wherever you are. I don't know. I know Pastor Rogers got pastors here too. They're going to help us pray. Let me tell all of you out there and all of you watching tonight on the web, Pastor Darrell, one of the strangest things that the church is going to see is you. It's you, you, her, him, her. They're going to see a change because we're sick and tired of religion. We're sick and tired of bondage. We're sick and tired of what man says we can do. And we're joining arms, joining arms. And the church is going to say, what happened to pastor? Well, pastor got to the point to where he's saying strange things is about to happen in my church. 
out of the ordinary peculiar things with God are happening in the church this is a strange thing that the people are going to see around the world right here and all of you out there listen to me these strange people right here these strange people across here this little Oklahoma preacher right here is going to see some strange crazy things that's going to bring the glory of God back to the church. He, we are not waiting on the next big revival. The next big revival has started in the local church. You take what you have, what we have, and we unite them together. Guess what? It's a big number. It begins to grow. We connect with others. It's a move of God. God said, I'm going to come back to my pastors. I'm coming back to my local churches. We've had big moves of God, and they're all great, but they've all faded out just about. But here's a move of God that God's doing in 2022, and it's going to start with the pastors, and it's going through the congregation, and then it's going to go around the world. LifeNet, we're going to go worldwide right here. It's going to be seen everywhere, and they're going to think, that's the strangest bunch of people, but i got to tune in next week because they believe God and here's what God said in closing I'm not raising up a church I'm raising up the church if he raises up a church it'll be full of Pharisees Sadducees dirty knees see these help me God we're gonna have all of that crazy knee stuff but when he raises up a church that is the church that's under the umbrella of the born again blood-bought people my God there's nothing we can't do it's gonna sound strange to the world it's gonna sound strange when you hear the Word of God but we don't care what it sounds like we know in who we believe and he is able to keep all that I have committed unto him until the day of release and it's here